You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Yeah, Jeffrey Hurlings, MXGP of Italy. Uh, you're about to see some real speed here. You've got some, you've got a flight to catch. We're just going to get this done. Uh, first GP win of the year. I guess you're just a mud guy now. You just need mud races. That's all. But no, seriously. Um, first moto in a dry. Once you got up and started charging through, your pace was so much higher than everyone else. So mud, uh, dry, whatever. I feel like today was a real turning point for you. Yeah, it really was. Um, the only turning point was that the starts weren't so great. But besides of that, like. Uh, I was fastest in time practice and the first motor you know the first few laps I wasn't struggling I, I was really like it was all calculated I was like you know it's hard to pass but the last 15 minutes I'm really going to give it a rip but uh, yeah then I had a stone uh, between my rear brake and you know with so many stones on track it's just possible something like this happens and um, yeah I was I was so pissed about it like I was like why did this just happen you know it's just going in and I know things like that may happen but um, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm still, I, I seen some guys up front. I was like, Jonas, he's realistic. We might can still get him. So I just put my head down and went, like, I just kept charging. And I was like, with a six, I might can get on the podium if I'm a bit lucky. But to get the overall, yeah. It's the second time, I think, in my career in 2017 in Swiss. Also, I got six and first for, for the first overall. You need a bit of luck. I got that, but I had a lot of bad luck as well either. So uh, in the past, so no, it was good. And uh, I showed like... The second half of the first motor, like the speed I was producing was really, really good. And um, yeah, that I was the fast guy on track, I think, on the end. And then second motor, yeah, it's, it's more like kind of surviving with the goggle and the mud and, and, and stuff like that. But it was a good day. We'll do two quick things. Uh, everyone talks about, oh, Jeffrey was a bit off of the first two rounds. What's it going to take to get him back to his old level? Sometimes it is literally as simple as you crashed in the first motor, you were pissed off, you put your head down and yeah. wow, look speed comes with that yeah like I, I i seen on the finish line like i was only 12 seconds behind i think after after the accident happened i was around almost like 20 to 30 seconds so i really charged back and but hey you know you're racing the best guys in the business so you know those guys are also working on it and, and and trying to win so i'm not i'm not the only one and um yeah you know tim has been showing he has a great speed throughout all the first three rounds you know tony is there i mean there's but there's so many guys who can come in between Jorge, Favre is doing a great job so um, yeah for sure it was a bit over the first two rounds but today was a was a good day and you know going into us it's a track not my most favorite but it's sand track so it's already way better and then you know my kind of tracks are really common like Lama, Latvia those tracks I really enjoy racing so yeah we'll work on that. I think maybe people will overlook how big this overall win is for you like the last one was um the beginning of September last year, like that's a long time. You've been through a lot. Yeah, but you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. Come on, you've yeah. been through a lot. I'm being nice sure. again. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I've, I haven't raced in September till like three weeks back, so I didn't have many opportunities. So the third opportunity I got, I you actually only didn't win for two weeks. You just <laughs> look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, but it's it's right. And and the worst thing was that I was really off. Like the first two rounds, like speed wise, I was really off. 
and this weekend I felt was the first time I could match the speed of the top guys. So uh, and I feel like I can still get get a bit better, and yeah, that's what I try to do. Try to be happy. Um, yes, yes, and no. Because that first moto, I I think I could have still went for a podium spot to be realistic. Because the guys were just in front of me, and I've, I could produce that speed throughout till the last lap. I'm sure I could get somewhere in the top three. So I definitely lost some valuable points, but. I think after that, with what happened with that stone in the rear brake, I should be really happy, first of all, that it was not a mechanical issue. So besides that, you know, I should be happy with a six and a first and to win the overall. Yeah, Antonio Caroli, MXGP of Italy. We've got a lot to talk about, so we'll try and uh, get through this. But first of all, today, uh, another solid day. Russia, your speed was good. Matali, obviously, your speed was good. Uh, again today, so I'd imagine you're really happy with the way that things are trending at the moment. Yeah, I mean, uh, surprisingly myself uh, from this beginning of the season uh, because, I mean, without the, the crash in, uh, in Russia, I probably would walk away today with a red plate here. So uh, it's just amazing. Uh, I, I, I solved uh, quite a few problems that I had last year, especially with my knee. Also, my shoulder is f- fully fit now. I can ride how I want all the time. And uh, I do start a little bit late the preparation, so I, I made to miss uh, all the Italian championship. Uh, so I, 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 I didn't really feel ready for Russia, but then when I, since I was there, I felt very comfortable and uh, uh, the riding was good. Um, so Russia, which was a track that I always uh, hate in the past, uh, I had, I mean, without this uh, last two laps crash, I was someone on the podium, so it was a very good result. And then Matali is one of my favorite track uh, all time, and uh, this year I was uh, was very fast because it was not so bumpy as always, but as always. But I really felt uh, very comfortable also with the track, and uh, riding was well, very good. Uh, I was riding well. And then we are here in Majora, which is also a track that I don't really like much, and. Uh, uh, basically one line and it's difficult to pass that first moto we were riding as on a train you know for, since the, the the first laps and uh, it was like that uh, until the end uh, second moto a lot of rain come and uh, before the start so I slipped a little bit on the gate and uh, I had a very bad start but I managed in the first two corners to be six uh, uh, and then yeah I tried to to save the goggle as much as I could but from the beginning already Everybody was going left and right, and uh, yeah, I, I messed up immediately the goggles after 10 minutes. Uh, I had to throw them away when I was in the back of Jacobi, and the guys in front just pulled away. I couldn't. I had. A, I think I had the speed to stay in front because I, I really enjoyed riding uh, in, the, in the mud. But uh, basically, uh, when I take off the goggle and I was in the back of Jacobi, I struggled a lot, and we we ride a very slow pace, and they just took uh, a good gap and uh, yeah in the end I passed him because I was uh, maybe thinking okay if Jeffrey doesn't maybe win uh, we can maybe uh, you know uh, go for the overall but in the end uh, we were on the same points with three and uh, which was still good you know but of course uh, you know OMGP is always nice to win uh, the one thing I was saying to everyone before the season started is like this is the healthiest you've been since early 2019 so people don't really know where you're at when you're healthy i'm sure yeah. you didn't even know like yeah. it's been two years of issues um that's true though isn't it you haven't been this healthy in two years like this is basically turning back the time uh, two years yeah yeah exactly i really i feel uh, i feel I, a little bit like 2017 uh, of course not that fit i was uh, that year but uh, i feel that i can do a lot of things uh, you know how i want uh, on the track so uh, and i didn't really 
uh, I, I don't really am at my best condition yet so I, I just uh, keep building it from here uh, race after race I don't have uh, any pressure from from no, nobody you know that uh, you know I need to deliver uh, because you know my teammates uh, needs to deliver more than me of course they are there for uh, on the for the win uh, but still I'm there and uh, this is makes me very proud but uh, of course I, 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 I try to keep it each race you know to do what I best I can you know uh, we were talking to Lorenzo Resta and he was saying how you've changed your training a little bit coming into this season like maybe you're pushing yourself to go to tracks that you absolutely hate and you're yeah. just doing everything a little bit differently so just talk about that a little bit yeah exactly I normally I I, I in the last two years so with the problem I had on the knee I never ride when I was muddy and you know because I always twist you know it's easy to twist your uh, your knee and then get worse and worse so I had to skip a lot of uh, good preparation uh, things uh, also are very hard pack uh, so quite slippery and I my knee hurts uh, so now that I fix it a little bit uh, you know I, I start I do again doing what I I've been doing in the past and uh, yeah the resulting you know you, you can see it clearly uh, I'm very I'm feeling comfortable more comfortable every time I am uh, on track I'm guessing the motivation's really high as well because, like we say, you haven't had an opportunity like this for two years now. Yeah, the motivation is very high, and uh, uh, even if I don't have a contract still for next year, you know, it's really, uh, it's really doesn't really matter me. I mean, I just enjoy my my racing and uh, take it, uh, you know, race by race, and uh, and this is what uh, what 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 is about, you know, racing motocross. Uh, like you said, you're not 100 percent yet. But if you had to put a number on it, where would you say you are at the moment? Yeah, I think I'm uh, quite uh, on a good uh, on a good shape. You know, I, I can say 75%. Uh, still, uh, you know, I like you see like last week in uh, in England, the last four laps on that uh, high pace, I, I struggled to, to keep the keep up the last four laps. But I think it's uh, it's matter of uh, time and uh, matter of staying out of uh, troubles to to just uh, build up and uh, try to stay with the guys in front. The pace uh, I know I can follow, so this is already big, big, uh, big improvement from last year, where I was a little bit out of pace all the time. But uh, I'm really, really happy about this. Is there one thing then, either with yourself, your body, the bike, that on this weekend off you want to work on? Something that you just know you need to fix a little bit? Uh, actually, uh, I mean the body is is okay, and just I'm just really taking care about my knee uh, very well, you know. Uh, trying uh, to work a lot with uh, with building up a good muscle and uh, tr- also you know ice all the time after training after every training after cycling every time so it's quite uh, taking a lot of time uh, to, to do this and uh, I prefer just to uh, you know when I finish riding or training just to sit on the couch but <laughs> I cannot uh, so I need to always take an eye on this uh, on this situation but uh, I think it's uh, it's okay. It's a part of the game. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm ready for, uh, for this. You mentioned that you don't really like this track. The racing wasn't good today, really at yeah. all. It was very full of a leader. There was nothing you guys could really do to make a difference. Yeah. Do you think that's the fault of the track or the track prep? I think uh, you know, uh, probably a lot of fans are gonna uh, don't like me after what I say, but uh, it's always like this. I think. With the bikes we have now, like old school tracks, are not really anymore. Um, uh, in some places, uh, helping because uh, you know when it's when it's very hard, you know, and when it's very tiny track, and uh, the bikes are so fast, and 
you cannot really express yourself how you want because you need to stay on the line you need to stay foot on the pegs you cannot uh, invent like, like some other lines and stuff and like that so I think uh, uh, strikes like Matterly of course uh, was not prepared as always you know but still you know you have the space you have such a wide track and uh, also for safety I think the bikes uh, it's better because you uh, even, even if you run out of the track you have a lot of place you know where you can go so everybody is giving always a little bit an extra you know because it's safer and yeah. here is everybody's like okay if I go off the track there I hit uh, you know this or on that and uh, it's sketchy you know the bumps uh, so everybody's more calm on this kind of tracks and it's not good for the spectacular I think I was just talking to Ben Watson about the same thing and he said like he watches the AMA Nationals like Red yeah. Bud and he sees all the lines he sees everyone hanging it out and he's just like how like we need that like, I guess you feel the same yeah I feel the same uh, I really I do the same you know I really enjoy you know watching the the National you know they have such a nice tracks and prepped also very well and uh, you can just uh, be wide open and you know coming from the inside to the outside and, and here uh, okay this particular track is it's nice because it's you know on old track but you know with a big history so it's nice to come here one time but uh, hopefully I think for the for the for the for the championship it's nice if they can just uh, you know, change a little bit of mind and go to new tracks and new places and uh, discover new new tracks. And uh, last thing, uh, speaking of tracks, we're going into sand tracks now, which is obviously going to please you. And also, like you said, you've got room to improve still. So two things that I guess make you very uh, excited and confident moving forward. Yeah, of course. I really enjoy uh, always to be on the sand. Uh, uh, but, I mean, lately uh, I've been also very good on Arpex uh, tracks, uh, so I'm really enjoying both. Uh, like a couple of years ago I, lo- I loved uh, you know only sand and this and that but now I, I have both uh, both uh, kind of soil I really like to ride of course I didn't ride much uh, of, of the sand uh, since uh, I think uh, yeah last year Lommel uh, and then before uh, the season start this year I was in Belgium for two weeks and it, that's it so I think we need to have some days now after this race on the sand and trying to uh, uh, discover uh, back uh, my skills uh, and uh, trying to be competitive and try to stay uh, on the podium because this is the goal you know, of the, each weekend. Yeah, Roman Fever, uh, MXGP of Italy. Okay, look, I'm sure you're bummed you weren't on the podium, you didn't win, but I think today was another, like Matali, really... Um, just impressive day for you really showed that you're kind of back to your highest level you're in the mix you're in this title fight like I just feel like things are trending in a very good direction for you at the moment yeah yeah it's going pretty good uh, from the beginning of the season uh, like speed is always there and uh, yeah um, yeah makes a little bit of me yeah especially a uh, second moto I make some mistake but yeah, I'm always, uh, let's say, close to the podium, on the podium. And uh, yeah, I've, I was feeling really good coming, uh, coming, here, coming here in Majora. And yeah, uh, first moto, it showed that on the good, con- good condition that I was uh, fast. And yeah, to, lead, uh, to take the whole shot and lead all, all the moto was uh, a little bit like a uh, good satisfa- satisfaction to me. And uh, yeah, I felt pretty good out there, so I was happy with my riding. And yeah, uh, after the, the rain came, so uh, it's always like a little bit um, like a poker game, you know, uh, those, those races. But uh, 
normally I'm really yeah I miss the podium and stuff but I I'm really yeah not satisfied because normally that condition I I can excel on that condition and uh, yeah it was the opposite today I crashed three times and uh, it was a disaster so uh, yeah I'm really mad to myself because like I say I should be I should be normally the best on that condition and I wasn't so uh, yeah nothing to say more um, that first motor win clearly meant a lot to you when you rode past the mechanics on the last lap uh, I could hear you <laughs> and then you did the hill clicker over the finish uh, just talk about the emotions and why that meant so much because obviously you won a lot yeah yeah uh, yeah like I say, it was a nice race uh, from the beginning till the finish I was feeling just good um, uh, yeah, Prado was like the first 15-20 minutes. He was close, yeah, not not too far from me, but I was feeling like uh, he could not uh, make a pass. And uh, yeah, I opened the gap uh, the last 10 minutes to six or five seconds, so uh, makes a comfortable gap. And uh, I was just enjoying the riding and uh, even not pressure myself or something like this. So, um, yeah, I felt just good and uh, I saw that I, I had the speed. So, uh, yeah, it's always the best uh, yeah, to be on that position. I think someone could quite easily argue that you've been the fastest rider of the season. Definitely one of, but maybe the fastest rider. Uh, did you expect that coming in? I'm guessing you had a good off-season. Obviously, much better than last year's off-season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I felt really good uh, Yeah, from... Yeah, the, the, the winter time and everything. Um, in the past, I was used to be... Yeah, I was struggling with my yeah, arm and like to get arpom and stuff like many times in my career before, but not only last year. Like it, it came one... Yeah, yeah, one race was good and the other was not good with that. So um, I did some check and some, um, some operation with some doctor like... Uh, before the Italian races uh, at the beginning of the season because obviously I could not ride anymore uh, that fast and after like 10-15 minutes I could not I had no power in my hands I, I was really like struggling big time with that and uh, finally we we did yeah I had they say yeah I had a problem with my front arm so make the operation and since then uh, it's like uh, like a uh, yeah, day and night for me, uh, obviously. So, uh, and yeah, I was feeling like, yeah, now I can fight for the championship for sure. And uh, yeah, speed has been good, uh, training also. So, uh, bike, it's really good on every kind of circuit, like sand or, or dirt. So, uh, yeah, looking forward for, for, for the championship. I'm guessing you regret not getting the arm pump surgery like four years ago then. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's always difficult because yeah, you hear a little bit everything about that. You know, some rider did, some other rider did not, and uh, some struggle with that still after the operation because it's not something like uh, I did many tests to be sure it was like I had some problem because even some rider do the operation without knowing anything. Yeah. So it's why. Um, they, some have the problem and some not it's it's how you are born also a little bit like with that or not and yeah me was like uh, and like I say from my young age I struggle a little bit with that but like I say someday not someday yes and like normally on practice I never got our form and like uh, this winter uh, 
at the end I I could not ride more than 10 minutes like I was really really looking for something uh, strange and uh, yeah we luck, luckily or not like the season starts later and uh, we discuss with uh, the team manager and the owner of the team and we say for sure we have to find something because we are thinking something is wrong like with my arms and uh, and uh, we have time to do it so it's it's time to check and uh, yeah we went to see some doctor in France in south of France and a really good doctor and I did uh, many exams and yeah they see clearly that I had some problem with that so um, yeah did the operation and then uh, yeah it took some weeks uh, but uh, like I said when I jump on the bike I was like uh, uh, I leave, you know, I was like uh, briefing again and everything, like uh, power in my hands uh, till uh, till all the moto. So I was uh, really happy about that decision. Yeah. Uh, last thing, obviously everything's going really well at the moment, both with you, bike, team. What are you going to work on on this weekend off though? Is there something uh, settings-wise you're just going to tweak a little bit and fine-tune? Uh, no, not much. Um, yeah, we are just... Um, so the next race it's in deep sand uh, so we're just gonna go uh, like in our place in Belgium and then uh, ride some sand a little bit but not, nothing crazy we are used to I mean we are riding every week almost in the sand so uh, like normal routine uh, just uh, taking the sand uh, sand uh, technique a little bit and I know I know my fitness it's really good uh, I can ride pretty good in the sand so I'm really looking uh, forward and I have really like uh, I want I want to beat uh, Jeffrey in the sand one time so uh, I feel um, like I said already I feel uh, I'm on base almost the best shape of my career right now so uh, if it's uh, one moment to do it it's now I think okay I have one more question I've got I, I know you hate this question but I've got to ask it 2015 and early 2016 you're incredible impossible to compare seasons and all of that but in yourself in your body the way you feel when you get on the bike I'm guessing there's little hints of that sort of same feeling that you had back then when you were early 2016 you were unbelievable like it was amazing yeah uh, yeah obviously I'm not looking so much uh, because yeah from from that time many things change um the competition changed also so obviously no but uh, anyway I'm feeling really good at the moment uh, I'm not uh, I'm even maybe better than 15 or 16 because like I say uh, I didn't have this problem with my arms so now I have no question about I'm not thinking anymore about that so uh, it helps a little bit and uh, yeah I can be really focused on racing and uh and yeah, I um, so far I have the speed on every kind of circuit that we did. So um, yeah, now it's time to to make the two races like uh, good to avoid the mistake and to be more consistent. And uh, yeah, the the victory will come for sure. But it's just a matter of uh, uh, yeah, not making mistake. Yeah, Tim Geiser, MXGP of Italy. Uh, obviously off the podium, which isn't what you want, but considering the track conditions today, the rain, the very one-line track in the first moto, uh, you salvaged decent points. And all in all, I don't think there's anything really to complain about. 
Yeah, like obviously, you know, like was uh, a bit disappointed weekend for me. But anyway, uh, overall, I mean, like I have to be happy, you know, especially what I did in the second moto, you know, riding without goggles from first lap because I lost. Uh, I mean, I had some issues with the goggles and then I have to throw them away like after half a lap. So it was, I mean, for sure, Majora is not one of the tracks, you know, that you can ride. I mean, it's not easy to ride without the Googles, you know, a lot of stones. So, you know, let's say that was a challenging weekend, but uh, like you said, you know, we salvaged quite a lot of points, you know. Um, but obviously, you know, like I want to be on the podium, I want to be consistent, uh, I want to win the races. So uh, I know that the season is long, but anyway, you know, definitely we, we have to try to work on the starts. You know, starts, we can see that they are really important this year especially when they prep the track like they did in uh, Materly and also here when they don't trip that deep, you know, it's kind of like, especially first moto, just one line, everybody is super fast, it's not easy to pass. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course, like I said, a bit disappointed, but anyway, uh, I had to be happy with uh, what I did, you know, like with also, you know, like what, hap what happened in the races. Um, let's go to the track quickly. I've asked every rider this. Obviously, the racing wasn't very good today. It was very one-lined, follow the leader. Nothing really happened after the first lap. Do you think that's because of the track? Obviously, it's old school tight, or do you think it's because of the track prep? Honestly, like, I don't know. I think it's track prep, you know? Like, they could do a little bit more, uh, maybe between the motos, you know? Leave the track that is rough, but maybe open some outside yeah. lines, you know? Because it was like... They didn't touch the, the track for all the day, you know, uh, and everybody was just using inside line because on the beginning everybody was using outside the berms, you know, but then they were, they, we destroyed the berms and you didn't have anything to lean in. Yeah. So we start to use inside lines and uh, barely someone was going outside, you know, and try something new. Uh, that's why, you know, everybody was kind of like waiting for the mistake, you know, for the from the guy in front of you but like uh, yeah definitely it was not easy to pass I guess the first moto was really frustrating for you for that reason because you were sat there and I'm yeah. sure you were thinking right I'd like to go now I'd like to go now but there's just nothing you could do yeah exactly and this kind I mean like I was behind Glenn and I was pushing you know I was trying different lines but I couldn't find a way you know to pass him and uh, you know I kind of like lost the rhythm a little bit on the let's say halfway race and then get little arm pump because I was not riding to relax you know um, and then when you get when I get arm pump you know I just like say better no risk you know just stay there um, but yeah like you know you guys can see from outside for us you know for the riders it was kind of like frustrating because you could try different lines but on the end you know the guy who used defensive lines you know going inside he always came first out of the corner, you know, and uh, block you. So, um, yeah, but on the end, we have to know that, you know, it's the same for everyone. So, yeah, you, you have to make it happen, you know, if you want to pass. Uh, maybe on these kind of tracks, you have to be a bit more aggressive, you know. But uh, it's quite early in the in the season, so uh, it's not time for this. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how close did you come to stopping for goggles in the second moto? Obviously, like you say, it was lap one. Uh, every time you went past pit lane, it looked like you weren't having much fun. <laughs> yes. But uh, did you consider stopping for goggles? Why didn't you? Yeah, I was. I mean, like especially 
immediately when I lost, then it just went. I mean, like I was just thinking about, you know, I have to do that 35 minutes without goggles, you know, 450 bikes, stones, were they were just flying all around. It was not uh, easy to ride. So I kind of like, I was searching, I mean, for myself a little bit on first half of the race, you know. Let's say that then when I passed to Noose and one more guy, I don't know who it was, then I get a little bit of clean track yeah. ahead of me and I could close that gap immediately, you know. Uh, but then again, when I came behind someone, you know, especially this kind of, jumps and landings where you land you know and you are wide open and you get all the roost you know from the guy in front of you was was not easy uh, because i always had to like put the helmet down you know just to not get that much roost um but yeah on the end i mean i found a good flow let's say good rhythm and i could close to the to the top guys you know like uh, they were like kind of like group of four guys yeah. i think tony was third um then i with six minutes to go like I make a pass on uh, Jonas already then I make a big mistake going uphill um, I almost crashed there I lost around nine seconds something like that but I I could close immediately back you know I came after two laps behind them managed to make also pass on Prado on the last lap um, but yeah still I mean it was a bit frustrating but Anyway, you know, uh, it is what it is. We can change. We can just look now forward, uh, you know, try to get better. You know, now a couple of sand tracks are coming, so uh, I'm really looking forward. Uh, yeah. Uh, you mentioned improving the starts. Is that a technique thing, a power delivery thing, a mix of both? What are you going to do in the weekend off to kind of just fine tune those a little bit? We were like analyzing a lot of starts, so I think it's just like the technique, you know couple of guys you know like Tony Prado they have a good technique of start um, you know it's nothing too crazy you know we kind of like get the same jump but after how they yeah. shift you know the, that you know to be perfect in shifting these kind of things you know uh, so definitely I have to work on it you know uh, because I'm always around let's say fifth sixth but definitely with whole shot you can make your life way more easier also the race way more easier you know so uh yeah, definitely. I think it's a point. I mean, the start is one point where we can improve a lot. And uh, last thing, three rounds down, obviously you've got the red plate. Uh, happy? Honestly, yes. I mean, I have to be happy. Uh, I had, let's say, three uh, different GPs, you know. Um, definitely start with a... With a good one-one, you know, in Russia, Russia, you weren't even a real human. I don't know what I don't know what how you were. Something happened to you that day. You're I mean, a robot. I, I was enjoying a lot, you know. I like the track in Russia as well. You're uh, the only person. Yeah, really. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically now you know, like after three races, uh, we have red plate. Obviously, the season is still really long, and of course, I want to be that guy, you know, who hold that red plate on the end of the season. So uh, definitely. A lot of racing ahead of us. Um, consistency, I think, is going to be really important. Um, and that's it. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have a great season. You know, everybody is fit. Everybody is in shape. Everybody is healthy. I hope that stays like that and uh, we can have a nice season. Ben Watson, MXGP of Italy. Uh, same result as uh, Matali, ninth overall. But I feel like today was a much better day. First moto, you went with the lead guys. Um, I feel like that was a big step, uh, both results-wise and also kind of mentally. And then second moto, obviously a, a mudder. But 
came through in another solid result. So I feel like the progress is coming in uh, thick and fast at the moment. No, definitely. It's been a solid day again. I mean, ninth overall, and you know, when you see the names in front of me, like I can't complain at all. Um, first moto was was good. I mean, I took a good start and then just went with the guys. Like I was sixth, I think, on the first lap, and then one got me, two got me, and but I was there just following for a while, and and it was just felt normal. You know, I was in my head a little bit like, oh, you know, I'm here and. Yeah. And after, yeah, maybe 10, 15 minutes, I started to get a little bit tight and I was like, fuck, stop making mistakes. And a few corners, I just was straight lining and, yeah, I lost the flow a little bit, like, mid-race. Um, and that was when Jeremy came by and, like, I almost crashed in front of him and at one, I literally pulled over and was like... Oh, was that going go. up the hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top of the hill, I just pulled up to the right and I was like, go. So I let Jeremy through and just tried to have a little bit of a regroup mid-race. And, um, yeah, I mean, towards the end of the race, I didn't ride like I did in the beginning, but I've got to start somewhere, and that was the first time I've been in that situation yeah. with all the guys. So I was still, yeah, stoked on that to, to be there, get in the mix and, yeah, start somewhere, let's say. And, uh, yeah, second one, heaven's open before the race, but I didn't, yeah, it started raining here before I was walking to the line, and, yeah, it wasn't too, it was, the rain was bad, but I th- you know, you could still see the dust under the, literally under the top layer, and thought, yeah, okay, it could be all right for stops. And then it carried on, carried on, and on the line, it was just torrential rain. So got the roll-offs out, and I knew it was going to be a bit of a survival race. But I, I skipped the sighting lap and just went to to the line with like a clean bike, clean tire, everything, and just it worked. Like I was eight again or something around the first corner, and then um, yeah, first lap was like a big shock to me. It was so slippy and. I just was a bit tense and quite a few guys got by me to be honest so I had a terrible first lap and then from there on just rode a real consistent race kept plugging away every lap every lap I made one mistake um in the the valley bit going back up um but otherwise yeah every lap was pretty consistent so I was happy with that and then yeah in the end was was 11 so ninth overall which is solid solid points on the table again uh like you say first moto was the first time you'd started like right in that lead group were you maybe expecting it to be uh, like more of a shock, the pace? Like, were you surprised how maybe easy it came to you? Yeah, definitely, because, you know, everyone's always saying, like, I struggle at the beginning of the races, and in this moto, I was there in the beginning, and then that's when, when I stayed with the guys yeah. in the beginning. Like, the first 10 minutes I was there, cause guys, it was literally, yeah, I was coming down the drop-offs, and it was just there in the bottom of the hill. So it was strange, because I kept seeing these, you know, the number, and see yeah February and it was weird weird to be in that situation but that's what needs to become normality and for that to feel normal I just need to be in that situation more often so as you can see like the starts are really important and yeah when you gate there that's when you're going to learn and get better uh, like you say it started raining really um, just before Moto2 so how prepped were you for the mud I think Jeremy was the only one with uh, foam on his helmet so like do you wish you could have maybe done a bit more yeah, I mean, it was literally 10 minutes before I was going down to the line and uh, just heard some thunder and then a bit of spitting and then from there on it, it just came. And um, I've always got, like, roll-offs prepped and, and ready to go. Always goggle situations, never a problem. But, yeah, things like foam on the helmet and stuff, yeah, it makes it helps, but it's not like, wow. So before the race, I didn't want to, you know, start fucking about with a load, a load of stuff and stressing over this and that and, 
while ever it's actually raining quite bad, then it's it's never, you know, like real sticky. Yeah. But halfway through the race, it stopped, and then you know the dirt, like especially on the start line where they've ripped it quite deep, it was like glue. It got real sticky, so then it does get heavy on the helmet and stuff. But no, it wasn't too bad. I think goggles in this situation is the most important, to be honest. Uh, first time riding a 450 on this track. The racing was um, bad. Very full of a leader. There wasn't really much anyone could do to make a difference. So, are we blaming the track, track prep? Like every rider I've spoken to has said, yeah, but that's been the story. Russia, Matley, like it's just the same old, same old at the moment. Yeah, same again. Okay, it was. It was. This has been another level compared to Matley. Like this is. This is amazing. <laughs> but um, no, it's still. Still, I was watching the the outdoors last night, just chilling in bed and. I was looking at the track thinking, my God, that looks so... It literally looked unreal. And, uh, yeah, after watching the MX yesterday here, it was the same story as Matley. It was so flat. There was one line in each corner. And, yeah, um, today was, was already a lot better than yesterday. It was more lines and a few bumps, but nothing crazy. Yeah. There was one main line in each corner, let's say, and an option inside or outside and that was all really there was nothing more so again the racing yeah it's not amazing but if you look at this track here compared to redwood let's say you could put two of these tracks in the the area that redwood's one track is and that's the problem everything's so tight 90 degrees everywhere you're gonna get just that one tight inside line so uh i think that's just euro style and it is getting a little bit more yeah, less less options, let's say, but that's, for me, down to the track prep. Uh, three rounds in, three proper races on a 450. What's the biggest thing you've learnt, slash, want to fix, want to change? Like, is there one thing where you're going into this weekend off, like, right, whether it's you, bike, whatever, you're like, right, let's get to work on that, and then that should see us forward a little bit? Yeah, honestly, it's working with the, the bike, the power, and the start, let's say, because... For me, coming from 250, everyone's been, you know, you don't want anything too strong or too much of an animal to control and you need something that's easy to ride. And I'm not in that situation at all where I feel like the bike's too much or like I'm on a real smooth, nice package. And although my starts have been good, like they can be better. And it's just, yeah, a little bit after the mesh getting some drop. And so um, for me, I want to work, just try to improve the bike power wise to try and make it still comfortable to ride and easy and nice but just that little bit more you know i feel feel like okay i've come from 250 i've done a few races now but i do want yeah a little bit more i guess that's got to be an easy fix right like that's not a that's not a problem that you've got to work ridiculously hard to solve like you just need more power Just real delay here, real delay. <laughs> Sorry, guys, packing the honor and we're in the way. Um, so, yeah, no, 450 especially, you can move the power about where you want and a lot more controllable than 250, let's say, where you're just like, give me more, give me yeah. more. Um, but the thing is, I'm not the guy who wants a real aggressive, like, come out of the corner and... Rah! I want... I've said to the guys, like, I want something that's still a nice curve, something smooth, yeah. easy to ride, but just that little bit more and um you know to be to get the power after you've gone off the mesh straight onto the dirt to have it strong here but then 
you know, when you're on the track, not be too aggressive off the bottom. Yeah, they're going to have to play around a little bit, do some testing and, yeah, see what we can do. But, no, it's definitely easier on a 450 than a 250 because you could just turn the thing right up, let's say. Uh, last thing, I think I know the answer to this question, but anyway, uh, three rounds in, happy? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Russia was a disaster. But You're really two rounds in, no one cares, like, yeah, no one cares yeah. about Russia, it's Russia. Yeah, no, that was didn't even feel like a race for me. And then coming into Matali and here, obviously, two nights overall. It's weird because, obviously, my last GP on a 250 was first overall. Yeah. So then you come in and you're like, two nights, ah, come on, like, I want the results to be better. But you just look at the names in front of you and I am, you know, the top rookie and it, the best of the rest, let's say, at the moment. So, no, when I see the names on the sheet and stuff, I've definitely got to be happy, but... I know what I can do, and you see in the situation like the beginning of the first race, I can ride there with the guys, no problem. I've got it. I just need uh, still with that little bit more time, and I've got a lot to learn still. So at the moment, yeah, we're on track. I am happy and going in a good direction. So you're saying that um, the Watson wagon is rolling quite nicely at the moment? Yeah. We can delete Russia out of the map, and then it's back on track now, yeah. Derailed a little bit at the start, but no, it's... Uh, it had a puncher, we pulled into a lay-by, we fixed the tyre, and now we're rolling, it's fine. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's, it's rolling, need some more people on board. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeremy Van Holbeek, MXGP of Italy, uh, you know what, let's go in order. Uh, first moto, your day started with a little run across the track, uh, Ferrato was nice enough to offer you a lift, yeah. which you turned down, and I don't blame you, because that would have been the strangest moment <laughs> yeah. of your career. Uh, what happened there with the bike, and how, just how much of a stress was that whole thing? A uh, little issue, uh, you know, the bike just stopped suddenly and, um, you know, the guys know what happened. I don't know what happened, so, but it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, no, I'm, I had it a few times already, so not worried at all. I'm experienced and uh, I know if I can make it uh, to the to the gate, there is a second bike ready and uh, it's the same bike. So, um, to be honest, it was not so stressful uh, because both bikes are the same and... Um, yeah, and then uh, we got going, and um, bad start, like always. <laughs> um, at, the, at the moment, we struggle with this, but uh, it's lo- it's normal. Um, we have uh, we have a lot of work to do, uh, like everybody knows. And um, okay, the results are good, but uh, that doesn't mean that everything is good, you know. Um, so, uh, but uh, surprisingly, I came from the back and. Uh, like 25 and then I passed all the guys and finished in the 11th which is not bad eh? it's, it's good um, and then uh, the rain got down for the second moto uh, yeah which is again the start really important <laughs> but uh, a, a pretty decent start uh, to be honest like uh, 15 16 and uh, walked my way to the front again uh, uh, to finish 10th uh, but we had a little issue uh, like um, my boat grips were loose. <laughs> yeah, so is that a pizza thing? Or? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what happened. To be honest, because you know the guys are really professional and um, they do the best job they can. So it was really strange, like um, uh, because I think I could go much better the second model, but um, with those grips uh, turning, uh, yeah, tenth was the maximum. Uh, but another uh, top ten, and uh, yeah, what, what else you want more? Uh, it's it's good. Uh, maybe that's what enduro riders do they just have their grips loose um when we spoke in january when you first got on the team obviously you've done a couple of test sessions you mentioned that the engine was the biggest area to work on i'm guessing that 
based on what you said about the starts, it still is. But has there been progress since then? Like, yeah. can you see the progress? Yeah, yeah, we, we made a big progress already. Not big enough uh, because as long as you're not like uh, starting top 10 uh, frequently, uh, it's, it's not, not good enough. But uh, hey, the guys are doing a great job and uh, it's not so easy with all the COVID and uh, to get all the, the parts. And um, so, uh, yeah, it, the engine is still a, a, a big, big uh, work thing, but uh, it's just incredible like uh, how they can make a bike uh, work like this in uh, seven months or eight months time. Uh, I, I, I'm just without words for this and... Uh, Hey, if you can do like top 10 uh, on, with uh, the boys from today, <laughs> like all those names, I think it's awesome. And uh, I enjoy it so much and I'm so thankful uh, to all the guys in the factory, to the team, to yeah, to everybody from Beta. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it so much. Obviously, you do all your work in the off-season, you test, you train, all of that stuff. But you don't really know until you get to the proper races. So once you got to round one, round two today... Was there anything that surprised you about the bike where you were like, oh, okay, that needs more work than I thought? Or maybe something good where you are like, okay, this is actually, this works well in a race condition? Uh, yeah, we know the, the really positive things, and uh, which, which I knew before uh, the start of the season already. So it didn't change. Uh, it, the, the opinion didn't change once we got racing, uh, and we knew what was the, 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 the worst thing. Um, but, um, yeah... Like, like I say, the start is really important and uh, even sometimes uh, when I saw uh, the second moto guys have got a bad start. So, I mean, it doesn't mean because you are like a factory KDM or a factory Honda that you always have a good start. It's, it's not only the bike also. And, uh, but I think the guys will, uh, will do uh, soon more and um, I think we will, the first year will be like to... To get get going, you know, like uh, because I think nobody expected that we could do like top ten or like every weekend. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I was uh, okay with it. I because I knew what happened and I knew from the beginning how I felt and um, I was uh, yeah pretty uh, sure that we could do it. Obviously, obviously, this is a factory team. This is a beta factory team. Um, just compare it to teams you've been on in the past like compared to Honda last year are there more resources compared to Yamaha is like how does it fit into the teams you've been on the last uh, two years or two the last two teams you've been on yeah uh, it, you cannot compare it with last year uh, last year also the budget was limited um, just like it is you know and um, uh, this year uh, you know the, the guys are making a big investment you know and uh, it's a factory team and uh um, but uh, you know you have to understand that that it's not possible like to to build a factory team from in one year like uh, the same like a Kawasaki team or a Honda team or so you know the, uh, you know we have the the all the how you how you say it like all the the machines and uh, machinery and uh, to make it at home so it means that the is the the bike is uh, made in in Italy in Beta so. This means it's just factory built, and um, so yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, completely new, you know. Like everything is, like you see, it's quite <laughs> professional, and uh, they are not scared to spend some some euros uh, on the design and and, 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 and clean and, and and at the rider also. Like I had a good contract, and it is what it is. That's the difference between factory and uh, privateer, I guess. 
Uh, you mentioned in the off-season that you love the handling of a bike. It handled like a mountain bike. Um, still feel that? Still loving the handling? Yeah, awesome handling. It's incredible. <laughs> Great in the mud, I guess. Yeah, super. <laughs> was awesome. Uh, it, to be honest, you know, uh, it's a long time that I didn't ride like a, like a Kawasaki uh, factory bike or a Yamaha factory bike. But uh, people laugh when I say this, but like this is the, the best handling factory bike I ever ridden. Like uh, handling, let's let's be clear. Eh? <laughs> not power. <laughs> handling, um, and the power is not so bad also. So <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's like when uh, when I mentioned this the f- in the beginning, the, the people were laughing with me, but they, they really should try it one day if if it's possible, and then they they will know. And uh, last thing, yeah. you. You generally seem really happy with where you're at, yeah. the team, the project you're on. Like, is this the happiest you've been in quite yeah, a while? Yeah, because yeah. obviously, like the end of the Yamaha time, you were a bit pissed off. Uh, there are things that are out of your control the last two years. Like, can you remember when you were last this happy? No, it's it's been a while, uh, but um, I'm I'm definitely really happy. I'm in a good place uh, with my family, with my kids, with. Uh, with the team, uh, like uh, I, I really love in Italian people because you know if they they are like similar like me, you know, like it's a, it's like a family feeling and um, you know it, it's been a while that uh, even with this level, you know, that I could be so consistent and even even though we are not ready yet, I still make those results and uh, and 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 being I'm I'm like well paid for it and like like I should be paid like. And all of this, you know, makes me happy again. And this is just the way it should be. Um, so, yeah, I enjoy this and uh, I only want more now, you know. I'm, I'm going to keep working and uh, soon we will be in the top five. Adam Sturry, MXGP of Italy. I feel like GPs are going really well for you at the moment. Like, big step up from last year. Compare it to the British Championship. And, like, I feel like if you took this speed into Britain it wouldn't even be worth watching because you'd just be clocking off one ones non-stop. Like, what's going on in GPs is really encouraging and I'm guessing you feel the same. Yeah, sure. Um, last two weeks ago, we changed the setting on the shock as well, which since after Fox Hills, since after Fox Hills and uh, yeah, that's, that's improved the bike a lot. So, um, yeah, that, that's been hindering me in the British. But yeah, like you said, I've been struggling with the starts in the British and the tracks so far haven't been the easiest ones to pass and also not riding too great in the British so um, yeah like you said if I take that speed from here then yeah, never never can say you can always going to go 1-1 but it, the speed is there to to do that so um, yeah unfortunately next round is Latvia clash with Black Soul so don't know what we're doing there yet do uh, GPs <laughs> yeah I would like to but no, no, seriously, do GPs. <laughs> you're, but you were doing really well in GPs. Like, I feel like you. I feel like this could be a bit of a breakout year for you if you continue like this. So why stop? But like, just keep train rolling. Yeah, that, definitely. But yeah, we had a conversation in the pit lane. You know uh, my thoughts on that. So oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, you see, so you tested shocks after Fox Hill. Was that just a comfort and stability thing, or yeah, was there another like was there another thing you were searching for? Well, I only settled my suspension really on the sand, so. When we started riding hard pack in the British, then I, I noticed the problem it was sitting too low on the rear and I was struggling to turn. So we sorted that out and the bike seems a lot better now. And like you said, the speed is good. Like I feel like I'm getting better each race. Um, it's took me longer than I would like to got got used to the 450, but I feel like we're there. We're, we're there in that bunch now, but where top 10 is possible. From like from uh, ninth to 16th, we're all 
seems like a train every race, almost the same riders. So I feel like we're in that group. Depends on the start. First moto, I struggled a little bit today. Um, was was in 11th or something and kept making mistakes at the bottom of the hills and losing too much time going up the hills and made a mistake on one lap and two got me on the same hill and um, second half of the race picked it back up and was able to pass Jacoby and uh, sorted that out and then second race honestly I went on the sighting lap thinking it wouldn't be that muddy wait so I was in the press room when it rained obviously because I don't want to get wet do I so was it already raining when you went out for a sighting lap yeah, so like, but not was it? But like, when was there was a massive thunder was, that absolutely made me shit myself? Was that before you started lap? Yeah, it, but it was it was it was spitting as we left the, the truck here. So like fifteen minutes before the sighting lap, say, raining quite hard while we was on the start. But I thought, yeah, the track was dry anyway, so a little bit of rain might have made it good. Went on the sighting lap and it was like, don't know whether it had been raining harder on the track longer than it had been here, but. It was like a full-on mud race on the sighting lap, and I, if I would have knew that, I wouldn't have gone on the sighting lap, of course. So, ended up, ended up spinning a bit on the mesh, and my goggles were filled in off the first turn, so it went down in the second turn. Was slipping on the hill trying to get my bike picked up. Um, ended up coming back through to 18th, and then just made a small mistake over the back, pushed a bit too far, went off the dry line, and just went on the ice, like ice, ice skating ring and. Um, yeah, bars were pretty twisted. I went head first in the mud, so my gloves were full, goggles, no goggles on. Um, yeah, out of the points, so that was all she wrote for that race. But yeah, like I said, I feel like I'm getting better each GP. Um, I'm in that group, and qualifying was better today, and uh, yeah, I'm just looking to keep improving. How prepped were you for the mud then? Like, uh, I, I think the only MXGP rider with foam on his helmet was Sewer. Like, goggles wise, everything, how, actual, how ready were you actually for? A mud race. Hey, goggles were ready. Just didn't know it was going to be that muddy, so could have maybe done some foam, or if I knew it was that muddy, knock on on the sighting lap, and and uh, yeah, but didn't expect it to be that much of a mud race, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, we're here, we're healthy. I, I hit my shoulder a little bit in that second race, but shouldn't be too bad. It's a little bit sore, but often I've not had before. Uh, circling back around to the testing, you did testing the week before Russia as well. So was that the same sort of thing? Like you were just testing shocks or was that something completely different on different end of the bike that you were working on? Yeah, different. We didn't really test suspension before Russia, just I think that was more for the starts and engine components. We still got testing to do, still trying to improve. So um, yeah, like I said, I feel like if I get a better start, then we can be in the mix. And we are in the mix at the moment. And like I said, just keep improving each race. Uh, last thing then, three rounds in, happy? Uh, I'd like I would like a bit more to be honest, but um, I know what I can do and yeah, keep improving and hopefully us a bit more my style of track, Czech Republic also. So um, looking yeah, because those two are the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> really slippy or sand, so they're they're my type of style tracks. So we got three on the, fr- them three in a row: Lommel, us, and Czech Republic. Czech Republic are, are definitely well suited for me. So hopefully some good results there. Do you want to do one more question or are you over it? No, okay, let's do one more question. Um, amazing track, historic, like we love the history. Amazing. But the racing was like not so good. Like very full of a leader, not very good to make the difference up. So amazing track, we love the history, but like what are we thinking nowadays for racing? Yeah, it feels like that every race so far, to be honest. That's like, what I've asked that question to like three riders and they've said that exact thing straight away. Like, I don't know I don't know what it is. Maybe they need to leave it rougher from Saturday or something. I don't, I, I don't know. But it just seems like there was a few lines in, out there today, but only one fast one, really. So uh, Matley was hard and no ruts, so passing was difficult there. And 
uh, yeah, I think it's the same story at every every GP. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not in control of the track uh, preparation, so I don't know who you can uh, talk to about that. But yeah, I guess everybody feels the same about it. Yeah, Jed Beaton, MXGP of Italy. Um, good day, I think. Speed was good, same as first two rounds. Could have been a podium, maybe could have been a win. So, like from that point of view, I guess you're a bit disappointed. But once again, kind of showed that it's all there. Yeah, I guess so. Um, today, or oh, yeah, obviously, like uh, the motos, they weren't so good for me. I, I don't know. I just felt like I couldn't push like I normally do. Don't know if from that's from uh, last week having a big one or or not. So. Um, yeah, I was a little bit frustrated in that way. I couldn't really, uh, I don't know, I felt like I couldn't give it 110% the whole race. It was more like, yeah, the first couple of laps and then I'd like taper off. And especially in that second moto, I, I haven't really faded or, or been passed by that many guys in my career, you know, like I'm not used to it. I definitely didn't like it happening. So, uh, yeah, don't plan on that happening again. But in the end, I don't know, two good starts today. It's the only positive I can take away from it, really. It's, uh, Normally I get two shit starts and then have to fucking battle my way back through the pack and then it's not too bad results. So I got two good starts today and two shit results. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a 50-50. Now we've got to put them together and then, uh, yeah, hopefully some good results to come. You have to be happy with your speed. You say you're only happy with your starts. But I feel like the speed was there, no? Like, are you not happy with that? Yeah, like, obviously when, when, I, when I'm in a good rhythm or a good flow and then the speed's there, it's... Uh, yeah, the first couple of laps that I missed really today. Normally, like if I get a bad start, I can I can go for it on the first couple of laps and then I'm I'm back up there. But uh, I feel like when I got good starts today, I was like very cautious in the first couple of laps and not uh, not pushing like I should. But anyway, it's uh, it is what it is. It's it was a struggling day for me for sure. Uh, but at least there was no no big crashes or or anything like that. So pretty happy in that side of things to go home with. Uh, not a really sore body or anything like that or a fucking big headache so pretty happy with that side of things I guess you don't care about the points and everything yet but nor should you because like I don't think it really matters at this point or you're already counting it a little bit yeah yes and no I don't really want to look at it I'm that far back so well I was going to tell you that it's actually not as I don't think it's as bad as maybe you'd think Uh, I don't know it's like yeah I don't I don't look at it at the moment like we're three rounds in so um yeah the guys have started off strong that are up the front and uh, just, the question is can they continue it to the end is really what uh, what the plan is, it's a very long season so uh, if I can be good from round 5 onwards and just be solid from then I think uh, yeah, I can be right in it at the end and I have no doubt that that's possible so um, yeah, I'll go back keep working hard and, and work extra hard these next two weeks before us and then um, yeah, see what we can do there uh, great track, amazing track, historic track, but not so good on the old racing front. A little follow the leader, nowhere to really make up time. Amazing track, we love the history, we're a big fan of the all about the history over here, but not so good on the racing front. Yeah, yes and no, like it's, um, yeah, it's like you said, it's an amazing track, but uh, in the end it's really hard to pass, but I feel like we've all been saying that for the last three rounds you know like Russia it was really hard to pass it was one line then that was Natalie they didn't rip the track like they normally do so it was really flat and high speed so it's quite quite similar speed uh, here also the same the big ruts but like just the one or two lines that are good so um, 
yeah, it's difficult, you know. Like, these guys are trying to do their best to prep the tracks for, for a good racetrack. And, and in the end, it's good to race it like that. But, yeah, it's just... It's difficult to have opportunities to pass. But, yeah, I think nowadays it's a lot about the start and wh- where you are off the start. So... Uh, and not making the mistakes because literally the times that I was uh, getting past, I was making mistakes. So, um, yeah, like I said, I wasn't feeling all. 100% today but uh, hopefully turn that around for, for the next round uh, Would you have rather than ripped it deeper this morning because I guess they were expecting rain like it was forecast again but in the past this track's had like ruts coming down the hills I think like I feel like that would have helped a little bit Yeah for sure it, it would have helped a little bit but in the same time it's I don't know I feel like it, it's quite difficult with that, that session that they do at the start now um, where you do practice and then straight into qualifying because if there is one dry line everyone in mx2 goes for it and tries to do that line so in uh in the previous years they've had the two days and they can prep the track and maybe leave it overnight and a little bit like that so when you have like a a practice session and then a qualifying session you tend to go out and don't care about what lines are aware or whatever but now when we're doing these qualifying sessions straight after a 20 minute warm-up kind of thing I think uh, when they overwater the track or something, it's everyone's just going for the dry line and trying to do the best lap time. Uh, last thing, people were the fans, the people. They were uh, concerned for you after your interview last week. You sounded very sad. There was a few. I had a few DMs asking if you were okay. So just like for the people, like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. It's it's obviously disappointing to start the season out this way for me. That's that's mainly the only reason I'm a bit bummed. But in the end of the day, I'm I'm healthy. I get to go race uh, the next round and, and try to prove that I'm uh, that I'm better than this one so um, in the end I'm all, all good Kaida Wolf MXGP of Italy I think like the first two rounds were good for you you showed your speed I think it was quite clear that the potential was there and then today you kind of put all the pieces of the puzzle together it's quite a smooth day nothing crazy happens solid results like I feel like this is kind of a bit of a turning point in your life as an MX2 rider yeah um, yeah the first two rounds were not too bad struggled a little bit in Italy with the pace but um, yeah it's not still not bad for a rookie season as a 16 year old kid so um, yeah I was quite happy with it but not really happy yet with it but this weekend was really good um, had two solid motos on a track what's not like where I'm used to like if you see like in Holland okay also it's going to be still quite some hills but like normal tracks in Holland they don't have like hills and stuff especially not really hard pack so it's not too bad for me like um, go to run this like with it, those guys and um, yeah I was pretty happy with today's result and especially the first moto I had a good race and um, yeah also a good start so is it tough for you to like um, manage your expectations in your first MX2 season like like you say you're happy with the results today but I'm sure also there's a little part of you that's going well maybe that could have been a top five and well if I just do if I go half a second quicker then maybe I can battle for a podium like it's kind of impossible to stop yourself thinking that isn't it yeah of course I think every rider has that like even for a rookie you still want to go out and win but yeah sometimes you have to back off a little bit and be happy also with this result but um, yeah still we keep working as hard as possible and um, get ready for the next upcoming rounds uh, yeah, in Holland and yeah, Lockett, I think it's going to be a not. Uh, I don't know how to ask this question without sounding like I'm just bigging you up and your biggest fan. Uh, <laughs> is it surprised you so far how, like, your speed clearly puts you quite 
up there in MX2. Like even Russia, when you were coming through, yeah. you're like you came through those guys pretty easily, without sounding cocky or anything like that. Has it surprised you that actually you're not that far off where you need to be speed-wise so early on? Yeah, of course. Like um, it's hard to say, but we still have to do our job, and we're still not there yet. So we still have a long way to go. And um, but I still, what I already said, like as a 16-year-old kid, I don't think it's that bad. Like running up with guys which are 21, 18, something like that. So yeah, I think think it's pretty good, and um, we still have some years to go. How does this uh, change your mindset heading into sand races? Then that's obviously where you're the best. Uh, that's where you're comfortable. You're happy there. Yeah. You're top seven on a hard pack track like this, which is completely out, like you're a fish out of water on. Yeah. Uh, when you go to the sand, are we thinking top five? Like I'm guessing at some point this year, you're thinking maybe a podium. Um, I'm not sure. We have to see. But especially what was the problem in the second moto on those tracks? If I'm coming in like not like after a few laps I'm getting my own rhythm and getting like finding a good speed and it's hard to um, push those first laps on hardback because like I'm not really used to it so I cannot like go out straight away and just do my thing um, and in sand I think it's going to be completely different like I'm born in the sand almost so um, yeah those first few laps they are really important in MX2 and hopefully in the sand will be a bit better and I can run up uh, up front with those guys and get a good start in the, fo- uh, in, um, the Dutch uh, sand. What's uh, surprised you the most about MX2 so far? Either good or bad, whatever. Like, Is there one thing that sticks out as the biggest surprise? Um, it was not really a surprise, but those first few laps are tough. Like, they are just going for it, and they're not... Even if they're on the inside of you, they don't let off the throttle. They just come and or bow down on a, or just pass him, but... They're not scared in MX2 compared to EMX. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed racing uh, MX2 guys. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can have some more results.